Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Mm. I say, if God is with me, yeah, if God is with me, only one question, is God with you? But if God is with you, uh, there's a strange thing that I um, comprehend about life. Now, my Bible tells me the devil is the tempter, the sifter, the inciter, the accuser. He's all those things. Yes? He accuses us. The book of Revelation says he accuses us night and day. He sifts us. Even when we are apostles of Christ, Jesus said to Peter, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat. Hmm? Means, are you as big as your mouth say you are? Hmm? Hmm. Are you as good as you say you are? Hmm? Job. Satan incited against Job. Job hadn't done nothing wrong. It's just the suspicion that he possibly could if the circumstances were right. Hmm? Now, I admit for some of us, you know, for some of us, the devil don't have to be so crafty. He's, uh... <laughs> oh, you didn't get that, did you? Um, all right. That's my point right there. <laughs> so, so here it is. Peter, he's just speaking faith. And now Satan wants to sift him because he, he senses that Peter's got more talk or he's got more bark than he's got bite. And then with, with Job, you know, he's just, he just believes that the circumstances are right. Job will curse God. Or maybe the enemy believes if the circumstances are right, you would fall into sin. See, right now, you're, you're pretty safe, right? But if the circumstances were right, if something happened... Now, I don't know about you. I have enough problem just walking straight in the daylight without realizing there's somebody, you know, that's... Uh, I have enough problems with the things that I do, let alone the things I possibly could do if circumstances were right. So that makes Satan out to be pretty bad, you know. Always accusing, always tempting you to do evil. Because we know God does not tempt us to do evil. He doesn't even put us in those circumstances because that would be tempting. So he tempts us to do evil. And, and we often we say that, you know, I, I don't know why I was tempted. I, don't, I was doing good, you know. But pride comes before fall, doesn't it? Now, here's the thing. This is all the attributes of the devil. Yes? So, this is what my Bible, and I think your Bible, this is what it says the devil does. This is his thing. Other than boasting and all those things. 
That's what he does. But here's the thing. I find people are just like the devil. <laughs> They're accusing. <laughs> They're always sifting. Huh? Always inciting. I don't trust that prophet. Hmm. I think that prophet's up to something. Huh? He don't want money. What does he want? He, he after my soul, you know. Uh, always accusing. Uh, but I kind of like it when people accuse me falsely. That means they didn't see what I really did. <laughs> if there's anything to see. But all these attributes of Satan, Lord, I find it in my neighbor. So could my neighbor be the devil? <laughs> Even worse, sometimes I feel like I'm trying to do these things to other people. Huh? So if you're accusing people and you're sifting them, you know, you, you may not know that, that art, but you do it. You're suspicious of them. Hmm? You, you think, mm-hmm, uh-huh. They up to something. So you want to sift them. You know. Because mm. some of you. You could admit. You do things just to see what somebody else will do. Huh? Mm. There's someone in this room right now. Who is sifting their man. They have done something to see if they can trust their man. Going on presently, right in this room. You know, you can actually hire people to tempt your husband or your wife to see if they cheat, you know. That's sifting, you know. That's inciting. If the circumstances are right. Hmm? But there's someone in this room right now, presently, you are sifting your man, and it has to do with money. Has to do with money. You, you, you're waiting to see what this man is going to do with the money. You're sifting the man. You got your eye on him. <laughs> Not the eyes of the Lord. You got your eye on him. Huh? I wonder I wonder if this I wonder if this sweet saint is honest enough this morning to say I, I, w I was thinking I was I was I was thinking I was thinking about doing this with my man. Hmm. I don't see no hands. But I know you I know you in this room. <laughs> You're thinking about testing him. It's, it's kind of in the process. It, it's like I'm seeing some money. And but but it's like I'm seeing this money that's this money here. I don't know, maybe on the counter. I'm seeing like this money, and it's like you're 
But I don't think the money's on the counter. I think it's just the vision. But it's like you're, you're testing to see what he's going to do with the money. Hmm. You ain't going to say nothing yet. You're just watching. Who is that? No man. So, so if you had a man, you would do that, right? All right. The Lord saves us in many different ways, you know. Thank God for all the men he saves. She didn't catch that. No, you, you, you're within the sound of my voice. And you're testing your man concerning money. Who is that? Hmm? Who is that? There's no shame in the house of the Lord. Hmm? I know you're in here. I'm going to give you a few minutes, right? But I know you're in here. It's concerning money. It's, it's not concerning... Well, I don't, I don't know if you trust him altogether towards the females, but this is towards money. You're, you're testing him towards money. You're waiting to see what he's going to do with this money. Hmm? So, I'm going to give you a few minutes to find you. Um, so, you realize, you know, we sift, we, we do all these things, right? And before we get to our scripture today, um, 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, chapter 6 maybe. Um, it's verses 2 and 3. It says, Do you not know that you will judge the world? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And it goes on to say, Do you not know that the saints will judge not only angels, but all the things of life. The saints have that authority. The church has that authority to judge. But in Christ and in justice. But here's the thing. We do all the work of Satan. And we never get any of the pay. He always gets the glory for the sifting and the tempting and the, and, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes we like to tempt people's husbands or wives just to see if we have the power. Huh? We get quiet. <laughs> this rogue got particularly scared. I don't know why this rogue... <laughs> It bounced over here a time or two, but it, this row here got. Uh, uh, accusing. That person's not a Christian. Hmm? I, don't, I don't believe they're real. Hmm? I believe they smoke ganja. I, I, I believe, you know. I believe they watch porn. I believe that they're not real. You know, Satan has been on vacation for a long time. 
Because he has good workers. He's the prince of this world, right? Yes. Accusing, sifting, inciting, tempting, suspicious. Now, the saints, they have the right, but everything in its time, you know. Mm. See, judgment day really hasn't come because God is very patient and he wants no one to perish. But let's talk about karma. You know, the tempting, the sifting, the inciting, the accusing. Do we really want to work for that God, little g? But think about it. When we think about the beast that's going to come up out of the sea and the Antichrist that's coming, I think he's already here. I think he's been here a long time ago. John said so 2,000 years ago. Do we realize that is the works of Satan? Now, granted, the Bible does say, you know, test the Spirit, you know, to make sure that it's from God. But that testing of the Spirit is just, it says, judge nothing before time. That's, that's you trusting the Lord to show you truth. But the things that we do on our own, and we know we like to do things on our own. Yes, you know, we, we'd much rather try on our own, I don't know, a thousand times before we ask God for help. So I'm sure that we would take on judgment and judge in the world and people in the world and every little thing in the world and the things of life. We judge in everything. But do we realize that is the works of Satan? And do you realize that's what's throwing people down in the world? And of course the Bible says, ever how you karma, karma is what you get. What you sow is what you reap. Can anybody live safe at your house? Hmm? Hmm? You ever stay with somebody and it's like they're watching you? Hello, why'd you let me stay here if you thought I was going to do, do something bad? You know, huh? Huh? That's the works of Satan. And it says deceiving and being deceived and accusing and being accused. So we judging and being judged, but that is the works of Satan. I don't want no part of that. I'd rather be cheated, I had rather be wronged than to be a servant of the prince of this world. Hmm? Yes. Uh, this is a nice message. <laughs> Didn't I just say, I haven't come to judge nobody? I haven't come to condemn nobody, right? I, I'm saying that's bad, so you should feel safe, you know. Unless, of course, you know, you realize, well, okay, all right, all right, all right. Huh? Maybe you're a spy in the church. Satan sent you. Huh? <laughs> 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 Yes. Uh, 
The way I look at it, if you've been here ten times and you still don't trust me, you need to go somewhere else. You know. <laughs> I could think of a four-letter word, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. But um, it's in the Bible. It's, it's a biblical word, you know. But, you know, all this just stems out of fear of the devil. Isn't it amazing the fear of the devil makes us become the devil? Can I say that again? The fear of the devil, ooh, there's something evil, makes us become the evil. Ah, I can't save myself for losing. The fear of the devil makes you become the devil. Always suspicious. Somebody walking behind you. But maybe that's karma. Huh? You know, maybe that's the Pope on vacation and you're accusing him. <laughs> Isn't it a prison to live? Oh, my heavenly father. Isn't it a prison to live such a life? so suspicious you became so suspicious because you are so suspicious because when you judge the world it's like a mirror it comes right back at you the same measure you judge the same measure you judge people in the church the same measure you will be judged with the same criteria, the same perfection that you require of the person sitting next to you. That's what's going to be required of you. Hmm? The way to get free of Satan is to quit judging everybody. To show grace. Trust God. Now, I know you're going to tell me it's a bad world. Well, hell's bad, too. I know you're going to tell me it's a bad world. But listen, let's admit it. You're not really that good of a detective anyway. So you might as well just trust God. You might as well trust his discernment and be led by the Spirit. See, when you're not trying to be the next prime minister or the... Saintless, saintless saint in the church. And you're just trying to be who you're supposed to be. You're not going to fall into traps. It's when you want to be the best you fall into traps. It's when you want things and you want people that you can't have. That's when you fall into traps. It's when you put all this stuff above God. That's when your head gets dizzy and you... Your judgment and your karma then is just drunk. And nothing is what it seems. But the truth is, once you trust God, then you don't have to stop being 
a part of this world. What is the spirit of this world? Huh? Huh? This world is not my home anymore. What does that mean? No more doubles? What does that mean? This, this world is not my home anymore. I just pass in through. What, is that, what does that really mean? This world is not my home anymore. Hmm? Hmm? No more curry. No more duck. Hmm? And we know you'd spend a lot of time ducking. Hmm? Quack, quack. Um, what does that mean this world is not my home anymore? Huh? I got to drive Toyotas. I can't drive Mercedes. What, what does it mean this world is not my home anymore? What does that really mean? And you've been singing that song for a long time. So obviously you're not talking about, you know, Going to a higher place just yet? What does it really mean? This world is not my home anymore. Isn't it amazing how we, first thing we say, oh, the materialisticness of it. Hello, a Mercedes is not going to send you to hell. A new house is not going to send you to hell. A good job is not going to send you to hell. Your own business is not going to send you to hell. What's going to send you to hell is judging everybody else because it's going to come right back at you. So, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. That means I ain't got time to judge you today. I ain't got time to test you. I ain't got time to incite you. I ain't got time to tempt you. I don't have time to accuse you. I, that's what it means when we say this world ain't my home anymore. Huh? We're not talking about a townhouse. We're not talking about a, we're not talking about some, you know, marijuana plants. We're not talking about that. <laughs> this world is not my home. It means I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. What do I care what color the paint is? I'm just passing through. No, it means I have not got the time. Life is too important to sit and just judge everybody and then realize I'm going to get judged the same way. That is such a prison. Some, some people live in such a prison. And you know the prison you live in? You created it. You are the warden. And you lock yourself up in your prison. You say the world is bad. And then you have to live in it. You say the taxi drivers can't drive, and then you get inside of it. You say the police are crooked, and then they pull you over. And guess what they say? Hmm, you're suspicious, you know. <laughs> the next time a policeman pulls you over, remember, as you judge, so too shall you be judged. Hmm? Yes? I, I realized that 
you know, going through immigration at the airport, I realized several times going through there, and, and, and I always like to watch people's response in immigration, especially if they get to asking you some questions. Listen, immigration officers are triggy, trigger happy. They trigger happy. Now, not guns. You walk up to them fearful, and they get fearful. Huh? Try it. You walk up to them fearful, and they get fearful. That's the perfect example of karma. I mean, you ain't got no drugs. Yes? You, you don't have a... You don't have 30 dozens of women's underwear in your suitcase. You don't have nothing to worry about, you know. With the price tag still on them. You, you ain't got... And you didn't claim it. You ain't got nothing to worry about. You just get fearful. And they get fearful. Huh? And next thing, they got you in the back room. Because you're so judged. Huh? Go to the bank and ask for a loan. But you're always suspecting people of trying to cheat you. Go to the bank with that attitude. <laughs> always suspecting people of trying to get the upper hand or cheat you. So when you go in front of the bank for a loan, I don't really promote that. I promote faith. But let's just say, you go there. You always believing people are out to get you. Guess what the banker's gonna be thinking on the other side? Hmm, I don't trust this person. And guess where they got that insight and that inspiration? Guess who inspired them not to trust you? I remember this one young man one time. And I said, uh, I don't know. I said something to him. I said, there ain't nothing here to steal. He said, what makes you think I'm a thief? I said, you got thief written all over you. <laughs> he said, what? And so we got to talking. And he said he used to be good at stealing, but now he's not. He says, everybody just believes he's a thief. And I said, are you a thief? He says, yeah, but, that, but I ain't stole nothing yet. <laughs> it's the anointing, you know. Uh, some people got the anointing of quarrel. Some people got the anointing of finding a problem. Some people got the anointing of accusing people. And guess what you're going to reap? And none of this has to do with God. What you sow is what you reap. That really, that really don't have nothing to do with God other than he established it in the beginning under the system of law and sin and death. It's just basic karma. What you do, the way you act, the grace you give, that's what comes back to you. To the mercy, mercy shall be shown. It's going to come back. It's just, it's just, that's the way the Lord created the world. But he realized we can't live under that by our own strength. So there's grace, there's forgiveness when we come to him. That's a different kingdom altogether. But you can't live in the kingdom of grace and mercy and you don't give it to nobody. 
Isn't that true? So the next time you say nobody likes you, ask your question. Do you like anybody? The fact that you say nobody likes you, doesn't that already imply that you don't like nobody because they don't like you, but wonder who started it? Hmm? Isn't that a prison? Isn't that a prison to be so suspicious? I mean, even if, even if you're right five times out of ten, is that a prison you want to live in? Isn't that a prison? Always feeling accused, judged, like everybody's watching you. Hello. Don't blame me. I didn't start that. You started it. You started that a long time ago. Huh? And if you steal, you're going to think everybody else steals. Yes. Right? If you climb, when you was a young man, if you climbed in the window to visit a man's daughter at night, <laughs> karma is this. You will have four daughters and no sons. You will live on a flat with plenty of windows. It comes back around at some point. Sometimes, sometimes we don't believe it does because karma doesn't work as quickly as some people like. It's got to wait till your sins pile up to heaven. It's got to wait till, you know, some people can sear their conscience. Some people can do wickedness for a few more years than you. But sooner or later, it's all going to come back. But here's the thing, it comes back anyway. And then we start to live in this prison of not trusting anybody, accusing everybody. We start to get paranoid. We start to think everybody's out to steal from us. Huh? Because in the ignorance of that paranoia, we will hide things and blame it on somebody else. And we can't remember we hid it. Hmm? Yeah. Only five years after we killed a person, we realized, whoa, I put this in the back room. I, 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 I thought, uh, I thought, sure, they did it. Uh, and now you're out at the cemetery trying to get forgiveness. You are building a prison for yourself. By the way you judge, the way you sift. We understand sifting and tempting and inciting, don't we? Uh, yes. How many of you in here right now wish you could be CSI? Hmm? You think you'll be good at it. That is a prison. living in that suspicious. Listen, if you're under God's protection, you don't have to worry about the thief. If you're under God's protection, if you know that, that God loves you and he's watching you, listen, he's going to protect you. And even if something's happened, he's going to multiply it many times over if you just stop judging. 
before we get to back this prison, I, I, this, this is thought I want you to think about. The Bible says that if we submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. How many devils do you have in your life? Right? Say you got devils all around you and you fight and everybody. Everybody's against you. Huh? Everybody against you. Kiefer Alley's against you. He don't even know you, but you think he's against you. Everybody against you. You, you have all, think about it now. Yes? See, some churches you go to and it says, count your many blessings, name them one by one. Not this church. Count your devils. Name them one by one. I want you to count. I want you to count all your devils, you know. Um, now here it is. You trying to fight all these devils because you know none of these devils want you to prosper. So they, I mean, you just out there all by yourself, you know. You fighting all these devils, you know. And they, I mean, they all around you, you know. And you fighting all them. They want you to be blessed. They don't want you to be happy. They're jealous of you, you know. They stealing your stuff, and they looking for some ways to bring accusations against you. They, they sifting you. They watching you. You got all these devils all just all the way around you, and you fighting them all off because you trying to hold on to your blessing. But the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Or devils, he will flee from you. If you look in the Old Testament, um, especially with King James, if you look at the term devil, very seldom, seldom was it ever singular. It was plural. It was devils. So, submit to God. But Lord, how can I submit to you? I got to fight all these devils. But the Bible says if you submit to God, you will resist the devil. See, those two things go together. But Lord, I, I can't submit to you. I can't pray because I got to keep my eye on all these devils. Huh? Huh? I just brought them to church with me this morning. Hmm? Yes? You can name your devils, but you can't name your angels. Uh, so I got all these devils I got to fight because none of them wants me to be blessed. All of them against me, you know. And the ones that's not, I'm suspicious of, you know. Don't that get tiresome? But you could submit to God, resist the devil, but you want me to close my eyes, Lord, and all these devils surrounding me? You want me just to pretend they're not there? Lord, I can't do that. I love you, but I got to keep my eye. See, that's a prison. I got to keep my eye on all these devils. And you're keeping your eyes on devils so much, you're not praying. Check this out, saints. When you do pray, you're praying about devils. At least pray about a Toyota. But you're praying about devils. Huh? This devil, that devil, these devils. Or the devils after my family. The devil, 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 devil. You're in the presence of God and all you want to do is pray about the devil. But when you submit to God, Ooh, that's hard to do. 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 It's hard to do. It's hard. 
Say, this world ain't my home. I'm just passing through. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. Huh? It's hard to do. Huh? At work, everywhere I go, there's devils. Everywhere, they got devil. Devil, 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 devil. Devil, devil. Huh? Devil, devil. <laughs> One day you're going to realize one of them devils is uh, it's your reflection in the mirror, you know. Uh, it's hard to do. It, it, it's hard. It's hard to say, Lord, I'm just going to submit to you. See, we say we can do it, but it's not easy. Lord, I'm I just going to submit to you. Sometimes we can do it in daytime during church. But when night comes, oh, no. We pray with one eye open. Listen, there's a problem if you can't pray with your eyes closed. <laughs> Some of you act like, I, I know you, you know. That's why you like to pray in the morning. You think you're going to get up before the devil gets up. dare you to go outside right now with all the peoples in the world and just go outside and stand up there and close your eyes and pray. <laughs> Submit to God. Resist the devil. Flee from you. See, somebody already said you're going to get robbed. <laughs> Ye of little faith. It's not hard. It's hard, you know. Because you're giving all your devils the power, you know. By acknowledging them. And by acknowledging they might have some power over you. You're never going to be successful fighting devils. Amen. Yes, because there's so many of them. Wow. Even if you beat one, you don't get much money for it. Ah. <laughs> uh, I hope you're hearing me this morning. It, it, it's not easy to submit to God and forget all the devils around you, all the people you think is jealous for you, all the people you think is watching you with the eye, all the people you think they're out against you, all the people that you think is trying to trick you. And then you want to sing that song, this world is not my home, I'm just passing through. Come on now. You know this world is your home. That's why, you, that's why you're trying to protect it. That's why you're trying to protect it. Huh? Jesus said, if this was my kingdom, I would fight for it. This ain't my kingdom. I'm just passing through. But here's the thing. Just because you're passing through don't mean that you can get through it so quickly. It just means you're not stopping to judge and condemn. And see, to submit to God and just let all your enemies... Stop worrying about who's jealous of you. Stop worrying about who's going to get even with you. Hmm? Who's going to take your man? Who's going to take your money? Who's going to take your house? Who's going to take your car? You need to worry about who's going to take your mind. Hmm? Somebody might say, well, you don't know my neighborhood. You should get out of that neighborhood. Become a citizen of heaven. 
Don't tell me God don't work in any neighborhood. Don't tell me that there's a devil bigger than Jesus. Don't tell me there's a neighborhood. Hmm? There might be some neighborhoods the police don't like to go in by themselves. But don't tell me there's a neighborhood where Jesus is afraid to go in. Mm-hmm. Jesus come out of a bad neighborhood himself, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not so easy to submit to God. I said, no, 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 no. Because all this accusing and all this accusations and all this sifting and all these things, where does that inspiration come from? Does that come from God? Can't trust that person. Now, granted, when you have a relationship with God, he tells you, no, don't make that deal. He guides you. But you know, sometimes you, you hear this advisor, this other counselor inside of you. It's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is always, he's never about killing anybody. And he's never about judging people because that day has not happened yet. But you hear this, you have this counselor in you that's, that's always saying, what's that person? What's that person? What's that person? What's that person? He's after my weed. He, he's after me. Mm. Mm. Watch that person. Nah, I, I think they're an undercover policeman. Watch that person right there, you know. <laughs> it's, it's all the same thing, you know. But that is a prison. But I wish you would quit living in, says the Lord. That is a prison. God is greater. Huh? God is greater. He says, watch and pray. But that's not as frustrating, you know. Watch him pray. Somebody's jealous of me. Let them be jealous. If they are. But if I start giving them attention, they're going to give me more attention. Because that's a sign of weakness. Submit to God. Resist the devil. Stop fighting. So if you feel like you've got devils all around you, yes? Make sure you ain't surrounding somebody else. But if, if you feel like there's devils all around you, let them all go. Say, Lord, I just trust you. I don't want to live in this prison. My mind is getting fried. I don't want to live this life no more. Father, I trust you. You tell me to watch and pray. Watch and pray for what? Watch and pray over all these devils around me? No. Watch and pray for his coming. Watch and pray for his direction. Watch and pray for his guidance. <clears throat> Ain't got time for all this suspicion because at what point don't we realize we're doing the same thing they're doing? And at what point we're going to realize there's no difference? That we are a part of this world. This world is not my home. We're not talking about a house. We're talking about a state of mind. Mm. Settle matters quickly with your adversary. Oh, yes, the devil's the adversary. That's the accuser, the, you know, your enemy. Who is taking you to court? What court? Karma court. Do it while you are still with him on the way. It means make peace. Or he may hand you over to the judge. What judge? Karma judge. And the, the judge may hand you over to the officer and you may be thrown into prison. And verse 26 says you ain't going to get out until you've paid 
every penny, every penny, every Trinidad penny, not American penny, Trinidad penny. Because sometimes we are the ones accusing people, and sometimes we accuse people falsely, and sometimes we're accusing people even before they do something. Only God knows for sure if that's what that person's going to do. But here's the thing. Once you submit to God, it breaks every curse. Huh? You, you may say, well, I tried that, but no, nah, I've got I to gotta watch out. I've got to protect myself. I ain't got nobody to look out for me. Listen, we have many excuses when we don't have enough faith to believe. Faith works. God works. God did not appoint you to suffer wrath. God did not appoint you to be fearful. God did not appoint you. He appointed you to be blessed. Hmm? And the saints will judge this world. And they will judge angels. And they're equipped to judge everything now. Those of us that truly are saints. And what is a saint? Ah, someone is not all the things we've been talking about all morning. Someone that believes, give somebody time to change. And if not, that day will come. Amen. Karma will catch up with them. And it's a big karma. Yes, it's not a Volkswagen bug. It's a big karma. It might be a garbage truck. <laughs> Prison. Is it possible some of us could be in prison this morning? Because we didn't settle a matter quickly. Maybe we were guilty. Maybe we wasn't guilty. Maybe we was accusing somebody. Suspicious of somebody. Judging somebody before it happened. All these things. Job's wife said to Job, Why don't you curse God and die? Hmm? wonder how she felt when Job got through his thing. Mm -hmm. You told me to curse God and die. Hmm? I got new camels. I got new sheep. got new children. New tents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't think it works, but it works. It's called faith. You've got to have faith. You can't just try it. You've got to have faith. Let anybody be jealous. They want to be jealous. If you give them attention, their jealousy might work. You fight with them, accuse them, you stand more of a chance for your blessing to stop happening. Most of us are not blessed because we spend too much time fighting devils. We broke. The devils broke. Everybody broke. Mm. Uh. <laughs> you know how many, you know how many poor people you know how many poor people I've seen that that had paranoia. Poor people believe somebody's watching them, and sometimes I say to them, "Why would they watch you? <laughs> you are broke." 
What devil's watching you? They're going to get your, 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 your kitchen mixer that you got for Christmas? They're going to break in my house. You may have thousands. You know, I could just say that. There's people that spend thousands and thousands of dollars on burglar proofing. Ain't got nothing in the house to steal. Except from stuff that belongs to courts. None of you, I don't think nobody's in here rich enough to have any problems. What does the devil want with you? He's jealous of me. He's jealous of the apartment that you're renting? The thief wants what you got packed away, and you know it ain't valuable. What you got packed away in one of them old, uh, the old barrels that the shipping company uses, you know, in the back bedroom. They're going to break in and get all my treasures. You ain't got no treasures? Uh, even the rats abandoned that home a long time ago. something. Listen, the Lord is going to give you something much better. You must have this philosophy. You must have this view about God that God is greater. He's greater than all of that. Stop living in this prison. Judging and being judged. Stop living in that prison. And the more you require of people, the more is required of you. Karma law. That's the strange thing about karma and what you sow and what you reap. It's really based upon how serious a judge you are. That's why some people have better karma because they don't go around judging everybody. They just try to be blessed. Hmm? And some people have better karma that's not in church than in church. I don't know. It's like Christians think as soon as we come in church, we got the right to judge everybody. Hmm? Well, I'm going to send them all to hell. Hmm? You got my parking space. To hell with you. I ain't going to put you in the basement, but I'm going to put you down there. You got my pew. You got my seat. The truth is, some Christians was nicer before they got saved, you know. <laughs> Can I get an amen? amen? All right. All right, that's all of you that's been judging Christians. <laughs> that amen was too, you pulled the gun out of the holster too quick on that one, you know. <laughs> See, that was a test. I tested you. I, I'm sorry, I sifted you. Hello. Some people need to be in church because Jesus came for the sick, you know. Mm, he came for the sick, not the well. That's what he said. Those are his words, right? I'm not going to tell you how to interpret it. But Jesus came for the sick. 
He didn't come for the well, he came for sick. So, I don't know. Maybe a lot of sick people in church, I don't know. Just, just a thought. But he come for the sick, he didn't come for the well. But let's talk about sickness a moment. The worst sickness in the world is not being able to sit in a room or go somewhere without judging people and things and atmosphere. Hmm? Yes? Hmm. Give me a minute. I gotta pray for I gotta pray for my curtains. No weapon used against you. I know somebody don't like you. They're just judging you by your color. They just don't like you. <laughs> Somebody in here don't like those curtains, you know. Uh-huh. What do them curtains ever do to you? What do they ever do to you? I don't like that. and I, I don't like... I learned something about myself a long time ago. When I get in one of those moods, see, we all have moods. If I ever find myself getting in that mood, oh, Lord, heaven can't save us. If I get in one of those moods, if I get in one of those moods, saint perfection comes out. And I don't like nothing. I see every little flaw. If I ever get in one of those moods, I don't know who I'm talking to. Heaven can't help me. If you ever get in one, anybody know those moods I'm talking about? Huh? It's just like, I don't really have the time now, but I used to do some art, right? And so I'd do these paintings, and I'd say, wow, I like that. I'm good. Next morning, I wake up, and I say, that's the ugliest thing I ever saw. <laughs> and before I can go get the person that liked it, the me that don't like it, and then tore that thing up and threw it away. Uh, sometimes you tear up your opportunities. Sometimes you tear up your blessings. Sometimes you tear up your marriages. Sometimes you tear up your friendship. Sometimes you tear up your church. Before you can find the saint. Anybody know anything about those moods? Now some of you, maybe you just moved into that mood and you ain't never come back. I pray for you right now. But some of us, that's our, that's our vacation house. We go there every now and then. Anybody ever go to that house? Yandy, you ever go to that house? Uh, <laughs> don't judge me now. Anybody ever go to that house? Uh, uh, some of you act like you ain't got no vacation house. Maybe that's your workout. Well, it's really a prison. Anybody ever goes there? Uh, you ever just go home at night and you don't like none of your children? And you convince the doctor lied, ain't none of them yours. <laughs> if they make noise, why are you so noisy? 
If it ain't making noise, what you little devils up to? I know y'all up to some of y'all too quiet. Uh, uh, uh. Anybody ever get in, in one of those moods? I really pray for you if you ain't, if you, if you got Alzheimer's and you don't know how to get out of there, you know, you're just stuck in that, that mood, you know. You're just stuck in that place. But hopefully, you know, most of us here, we, we just know about that place. You ever know about that place? Yes. Uh, the food, you know, nothing, nothing is nothing. See, that's, that's, that's hell all by itself right there. Just multiply that by a few degrees. And you in the afterlife. Not the good part, but the other part. Uh, I don't know. Lord, I believe we're missing honesty in the house this morning. <laughs> they act like I don't. They act like, Lord, I know you told me to say that, but they act like I, I'm in the wrong building, you know. None of them know nothing about no mood. Huh? Maybe I need to get them a mood ring or something. They don't know nothing about no mood. Huh? You think they're lying? Lord, you the judge, not me. Um, Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. You're getting that mood. Yes, Robert. Nobody. Hello. I am the mood. Yes, Robert. Hello. I don't want to spend eternity with that person. Somebody not hearing me. Hmm? I don't want to spend eternity with that person. What person I'm talking about? That that me that don't nothing satisfy it. That me that everything is wrong. I don't want to spend another day on earth with that person. Let alone eternity with that person. That's going to be your roommate, you know, when the down under and I'm not talking about Australia that's gonna, that's gonna be your roommate you know you gonna be in the room with you uh, and ladies I know some of you know what I'm talking about uh, because you in the mirror fought for 45 minutes this morning you couldn't find nothing in that mirror hmm there might be some men in that mirror, too. Mm. I, the mirror's not lying. You're lying. You can't change the mirror except by changing yourself. Mm. Yes? Mm. Yes? There's, some, there's a young girl. Where's she at? Boy, she has some lip gloss on this morning. If I had that on furniture, it would look nice, you know. It was shiny. I, I, I could I could see myself in the, see myself in the gloss. Them lips was shining. <laughs> She's hiding. I can't find her. I don't see her nowhere. Where she at? She hiding. She trying to see you down under the seat right now. I'm not judging you. The Bible, you know, Jesus says, "Let your light shine." 
See, sometimes you just got. Sometimes you got to leave people alone so you can be left alone. Can I say that? Yes. Sometimes you got to leave people alone so you can be left alone. You can't be accusing people of things they didn't do. And sometimes you're accusing people of doing something, but you ain't got no evidence. Do you want to spend eternity with that person? Listen, I don't know what your greatest imagination of hell is, but that's mine. I don't want to spend it with the old person I used to be. And I don't want to be in that prison. Lord, speak to us this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord loves you, you know. This message is because he loves you. Because uh, you, you could have a lot of money. But if you live in that house, in that mood, it's going to be gone before you know it. Lord, speak to us. Who needs a word this morning? Hmm? If you want to be free of that prison that we just talked about, if you want to be free of that you, notice I said free of that you and not free of all those devils you imagine, but free of that you, it's very easy to come out because the Lord never wanted you living there in the first place. Yes. He's knocking on your door right now. He says, you, you can come out. You can change. You can change. Before this paranoia gets way out of hand. What you got? About the man? Huh? I knew it was you. Wait till the mic comes. Mike's a little slow there. I, I could understand that, but this is not to make you feel ashamed. This is God, because God wants to bless you. Um, what happened um, on Friday? Um, my what, friend, who? On Friday, Friday. Yeah. yeah. That same money issue that you talk about, um, a friend of mine, right, that I'm dating, he came. You dating? <laughs> you dating? <laughs> what? <laughs> And you thought I was going to be shocked about the money? You did No, I, I tease it. I You spirit of jealousy. Where are you at? I, 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 I saw you stick your head up, you know. Uh, I saw you. I saw you. I saw you. I saw you. I got you covered. Don't worry. Where are you at? I'm sorry. This morning is me. I am very judgmental of people. And um, when he came and he asked me for a thousand dollars, I had um, in a cupboard I had six thousand right in a cupboard that I worked for. But because I knew he had a gambling issue before, right? Uh -huh. I started to think, no, not my money. He you have a gambling issue too, you know. Me? Mm -hmm. You gambling <laughs> on a gambler? <laughs> God, I saw it. He said it. I saw yeah, it. I, so I don't I know why my mind works like that. 
I try to fix it, but yeah, I think so, I left a screwdriver inside. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so four years ago, he had that issue, right? But his vehicle was down, and I know that his vehicle was down, and he needed to fix his vehicle. But I tell myself, no, he probably want my money to gamble, you know, so I'm not going to give it. And uh, I felt bad because... Uh, when I needed money, he had given me, uh -huh. right? So how long have you been dating him? Oh. Oh. <laughs> See? I told you somebody money. Huh? I told you somebody money. What'd she say? I told you somebody money. She told me you talking about money. We are, we talk about money. We're going to get back to money, but... <laughs> I, how long have you been dating? <laughs> See, the Lord make you confess things you don't need to even <laughs> So she's standing up in the morning. I've been dating. And for <laughs> how many years you've been dating? Just uh, a, a few months. A few months? All right, not years. No, nine months. months. Nine months. Who? Nine months, that's it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I suck. I just playing with you. Yeah, so, Go ahead. Right, so I had the money, but I didn't give it because... As you rightfully said. Okay, nine I months. How many times you rode in his car? Guess. Um, I can't check a, a lot of times. Huh? Have you rode in his car? Yeah, many times. Yeah. Okay, how many, many? Say 40, 50, 100? Um, about 40. 40? Because nine, nine months could be more than 40 times. Could be more than 40? Let's, let's, let's do 50. I can multiply 50 is good. Right? 50. All right. For, I don't know, how, how long we ride for? Long. Long. Hour or two? Yeah. All right. What does that cost in a maxi? Let's say $50, all right, 55, 50 times 50, I believe it's $2,500, $1,000 cheap. Private, see there, private car more expensive. So you, you've, you've done saved two or $3,000 just by having a man with a car. <laughs> That's cheap. Hello. Where's that jealous spirit? <laughs> I, I, I know there's a jealous spirit in me. <laughs> See, some of you think about dating just to save on taxi. <laughs> Especially since gas gone up and uh, everything. I just gonna date me a taxi. <laughs> this <is> cheaper. Hmm. <laughs> But you know, sometimes wisdom is sometimes wisdom is like that. You know, it's like, all right. So, you know, it, it's sometimes you. I mean, listen, you, you need to find out if this person's honest or not. I mean, if he has a gambling problem, and if you're still suspicious, I mean, the thing is, you could put GPS and do everything and watch his every move, and you're still gonna miss something. At the end of the day. You got one person, but you just trust God. I know it was the vehicle. I know the vehicle was down, but you just I trust God. Was judging. 
Um, but you understand what I mean. You just got to trust God. And when it's all said and done, $1,000 is not that much. And besides, if you start back gambling, who knows he might win? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might not. I'm just, I was just saying, I don't think it's that really that big a deal. I think it's better. If you're going to be in this relationship and you're going to trust him, you've got to start trusting. Right? And you've got to trust God if this person has a problem. And because if this person has a, a problem, you don't want to be with this person anyway. Even if it is cheap taxi, right? Yeah. But it's, I just don't trust people you, with my money. I know that. That's what I'm going to get to. <laughs> you know, and some, sometimes we, we feel like that. Sometimes, you know, we grew up in such an environment we had to take care of ourselves, right? Nobody to watch after us, no help, right? No, As you, right? Yes. See, God yes. knows you. But all the caution in the world won't save you. Huh? We don't have eyes all around. So we'd be watching north and somebody's going to slip up on us from the south. We'd be watching east. Somebody's going to slip up on us from the west. At some point, you just got to trust God in everything. And the Lord wants you to be free of all that. Hmm? He wants you to be free of all that. And what I hear the Lord saying... This guy's he's trying. You like him? How come you don't even bring him to church? To mm. a Christian? You know Christian? What is he? All of us ain't Christians either. What what is he? Um, Do you know? Prophet, yeah. I I tried inviting him to come to church. But uh, he but, just but, believed that Christian people are deceitful. Uh -huh. And uh, he keeps away from church because he had probably experiences. And he thinks that all Christian people are okay, very but, judgmental. And but, but does he believe in God? Does he believe in Jesus? No, he believes there's a supreme Lord, but he doesn't believe supreme. in All right, all right, we can work with that. Okay, let's see. You're suspicious, and he's suspicious. Oh, aren't y'all two birds in a cage? You understand? Huh? You found you a suspicious man. Suspicious of Christians. Hmm? I've seen a lot of suspicious people. And I've seen a lot of people give up their suspicion. Once they met me. Huh? Huh? See. This man going to come to church with you. Amen. And you're not going to ask him. He's going to ask you. You watch. He's going to come to church with you. Because hmm? I think he's trying, and everybody deserves a chance, you know. And sometimes even people that try, sometimes they mess up. They repent, and they come back. So you want to marry this guy? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has a good heart because he's, he goes around helping like elderly. He does a lot of things for people. And it's I hard realize, to marry somebody like that? I realize he has a good heart. So 
but I just don't ch- trust okay. that ju- that oh. gambling issue that he has. What do you see, do you see that evident in his life now? Um, how the gambling? Yeah. No. Okay, but at what point? I mean, twenty years from now, you're gonna trust him. What's the magic number when you start to trust? <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> Lynn sings my soul. Pray, daughter. Find peace with God. If you don't find God, you will never trust him. Not even 20 years from now. You'll be suspicious he's doing something behind your back. Right? So he does a lot of good things. That probably means he's got his own goodness as his God. But he's going to come here. You want him to come here? You want him to meet me? You want him to meet me? You're not ashamed of me? Never. Actually, you prophet, I boast about you. I tell him about you. Are you? Just, you just do that. Don't ask him to come. Sometimes if you want somebody to come with you, never invite them. I'm going to church. <laughs> huh? If nothing else, I will put a suspicion in his mind because he's already suspicious of Christians. Yeah, you like to come to church so much, he's going to start to think you've got a man in church. And he will come just to see you. You better stay away from her. You get in enough trouble, you know. Without getting in trouble, you ain't even in. He will be here. God has many ways of doing things. He will come. But listen, at some point, you got to trust. Everybody understand? And Yes. Yes, he could backslide. Well, Christians know about that, right? He could backslide. But you could backslide. You could even front slide. <laughs> Next thing you know, he quit gambling. You started. You're taking God's money and playing lotto. That's front slide. You slide both ways. You, you get to doing this, you don't know which way you're falling, you know. Huh? I said I was too hard for my money. You worked too hard for your money. Yeah, you wouldn't have no money if God hadn't worked hard for you. Yeah. Now, as humorous as you may think it, as humorous as you may think it sounds, actually, you you got you got three thousand dollars worth of maxi, maxi for a thousand. Yes. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yes, I do. Listen, you're not going to have, you're not going to get more blessed if you hold on too tight to the money you got. Amen. Yes. See, there it is. You live in this world all by yourself. You got to take care of yourself. You work hard for your money. Listen, that's a prison all by itself. Hmm? You got to stay up. You don't even, huh? What bank do you use? Um, First Citizen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I asked that, you know. I ain't going to go there. 
That's a prison all by itself. You're going to let $6,000 imprison you? Huh? Somebody you've been riding around with for nine months and you don't trust them enough to give them $1,000 to fix their car? First thing, I ain't going to ride around with you for nine months and take long drives in Trinidad if I don't trust you a little bit. True. See, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to several people in here. Mm. Isn't that true? You need to let up on this man a little bit to see if he's yours. Mm. What's $1,000 to find out truth? Yes. But as I said, that's a pretty cheap taxi fare. True? Mm -hmm. Father, I ask you just to take all her suspicion out. Yes. That her life, that she comes out of that prison. This, this word for anybody. She comes out of that prison right now. Always suspicious. Always holding on to what little. Hmm? I've seen homeless people fight across the road because the other homeless person was trying to take away their possessions. One dark yellow old mattress and a few other things. They were fighting. This is mine. And then some other ones jump in. That was hers. Leave it alone. See, we think that's funny, but us fighting over $1,000? Does it really look any different in heaven? Daughter, come out of that prison. Uh, come out of that prison. And you'll make more money than you ever made inside of the prison. Hmm? Mm -hmm. So he goes around helping people, but he spends money on people, right? Yeah. He spends money on you. Oh, Lord, don't let me get my calculator out now. <laughs> Don't let me get my calculator out. <laughs> I, come. Come. You understand what I'm saying? Hmm? You're free from that prison today. You're free from it. Hmm? You're free from it. Yes? You're free from it. I'd rather ride in a car with a gambler than some other people. <laughs> You're free, daughter. Yes. The Lord keeps you safe. What you have is because he gave it to you. Now stop being afraid so he can give you more. Hmm? Amen. And he will come here. I have faith in that. See? I have not met the man, but I've met Jesus. And Jesus says he will come here. And Jesus says he's trying. And I understand he's suspicious of churches. Sometimes you see the wrong thing when you're suspicious. And if you have a suspicious mind, you think, you see one bad Christian, you think they're all that way. You have a suspicious mind. One person in this house does you wrong or two people, or somebody that used to be here calls you, 
and does you wrong. If you're a suspicious person, you judge the whole house. You know how many Trinidadians I met? You know how many people I met all in the world? You meet one of them. Next thing you know, you just judge the entire person. It should not be so. Daughter, you're going to be free from that. Right? Because here's somebody that cares about you. He spends money on you. He does a lot of things. True. If I'm probably going to keep talking as long as you stand up. Um, (laughs) If she's that way with a thousand dollars, wonder how she is with her heart. Hmm? How are we with our hearts? Or does it hurt her? Open your heart up to a gambler that used to be a gambler. We don't even know if he's still a gambler. Huh? Why do we trust Jesus? Didn't they kill him for doing wrong? By faith, we believe he was innocent, right? But you know, you can find books that says he was trying to cause trouble. And rebellion. So they crucified him for doing wrong. They had to have a reason. But we believe he was innocent. Hmm. Be free. You can sit. Otherwise I keep talking. Hmm. Anybody need to come out of that prison? Come on. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I'm not saying this to point at her. A thousand dollars? Come on. I can remember when I first come back to first come to Trinidad. A thousand dollars is a lot of money. So I'm not making light of a thousand dollars. But at some point, we're gonna live in that prison. Huh? We're gonna have relationships, and, and we don't trust. Huh? Trust God. Trust God. Hallelujah. Was that for you? I usually just walk around to, I get a sign in. So you struggle to trust people? You don't, you trust everybody? Does that work? It does. Hmm. Hmm? I, I said I trust God, and so hmm. he, well, he knows uh-huh. everybody. So, so everybody around you, you just trust everybody. I trust God, right? So I know he in charge. So everybody around you, you just trust everybody around you. Everything he do is for a reason. Uh-huh. Right? So I trust God if they're uh-huh. supposed to be around me, they're supposed to talk about me or anything. I put everything in the Lord's hand. Everything. Amen. That's what a saint should do.
because that makes you a whole lot better than me. Sometimes I haven't. I, sometimes I struggle with every. Woo! Maybe it went off for you. Sometimes I struggle to put everything in the Lord's hand. You ever struggle to put everything in God's hand? Uh, mm. Mm. You ever feel like there's a bunch of devils around you? Mm. It was, was, was it you? I, I was waiting on a sign. I got a sign. The thing never done that before. Unless there's somebody back there playing with me, they're just making it. Yes, Ishmael? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Come out of the prison. Be honest with God and He'll be honest with you. But otherwise, we're just playing around with the world and with karma. And it will come back at us. If you need to let somebody go, let somebody go. You'll make money. You'll be blessed. Let somebody go. You'd be surprised how quick things start to work out for you. Huh? You don't get out of prison until it's all paid for. That includes judging somebody wrong. I believe it's called, what's that called in the Bible? It's called um, false witness. Isn't it? Or slander. Or those things when you accuse somebody falsely. You know, I could put myself in prison for just accusing somebody wrongly. I just had suspicious about you and I accused you and it was wrong. Now I'm reaping. I'm not being blessed. Now my thousand dollars disappearing because I was judging. Come out of that prison. Don't tell me it's easy. I know it's not easy. But I'm telling you, it works. If you submit to God, all them devils will flee from you. And some of them you're going to find out wasn't devils. Is it possible sometimes we call some angels that the Lord sent to us? Is it possible we call them devils sometimes? So it's about him not giving her money, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I understand. She online. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna give her a word. I'm not gonna. Situations are picky, tricky. <laughs> um, so, you know, in a relationship, certainly true with you, in a relationship, you know, you meet somebody, right? First thing, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, if you first start dating somebody, you know, you shouldn't go to a Chinese restaurant. 
<laughs> I don't know what you shouldn't do. When you first start dating, right? It's, it's about trusting. And I mean, I, okay, I'm waiting to see. Is this person a nice person? Is this person a good person? But guess what? They're waiting to see if you're a nice person or a good person. That includes if you're judgmental or critical. Right? That's one of the poisons of dating online and all that stuff, you know. It's, it's better if you find somebody in church or somebody that somebody knows somebody is. It's better that way. But here's the point. At some point, you've got to trust. You can't just keep sifting. In your case, the man to be. You can't just keep sifting and testing. Hello, you asked me to pass a test and I don't even know the questions. I know you know what I'm talking about. You can't keep doing that. If you want out, you get out. If you want in, you get in. But the same way that we judge, the same way we will be judged. And you just can't keep testing that person forever and ever before you say, okay, this is the person I want to be with. Yes? Although you should test for AIDS and stuff like that. But you can't. <laughs> I think it's a screw loose. Um, it's just something about test, you know. Um, you, you can't just keep sifting people and, 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 and inciting people and laying your jewelry down and see if they're going to take it. And all these things. You can't do that. At some point, you have to trust the person. And you have to realize everybody makes mistakes. And you have to realize who I was yesterday, I may not be today. And I have to give you that chance and you have to give me that chance. Once God approves the relationship or business relationship, any kind of relationship, right? Because if you've had one or two bad experiences, you're going to move into this prison and you're never going to find no joy in life. Yes. When you trust God, when you truly trust Him, and it's not easy. I'm telling you right now, it's not easy to forget about all the devils around you. It's not easy. It's not easy to sleep. It's not easy to eat, you know without getting heartburns and digestion and all that stuff. It's not easy to do, but you can do it. You just got to let go. Letting go is one of the hardest things we humans ever try to do. It's just let go and trust God. Just let go and trust God. And quit judging everybody. So my word to you is, which I know, I know you're calling to confess, but my word to you is, you got to stop that. Who he is, he is. And the Lord is showing this person to you, just as he's showing you to that person. Hmm? Personally, I think the person is husband material. Yes? Is he... Uh, Indian romance? No. We can spend a lifetime looking for the perfect person. 
Sometimes you can find the perfect person if you just quit judging everybody and realize that everybody makes mistakes, right? You learn, okay, all right. Maybe I don't give him $6,000, but $1,000, maybe I, maybe I do that. Who needs to come out of this prison today? Come, Nicole. Who needs to come out of this prison today? I'm not going to ask you to stand up. I'm not going to lay hands on you. Because if you want to come out, the door is open right now. And maybe you don't know how to come out. Maybe you don't know how to come out. Maybe you've just been accusing people so long and sifting and not trusting people so long. You, you, You don't even know the way back home when you used to not be like that. But guess what? The Lord got your number. He can do what you can't do. All you got to do is be willing. Say, Lord, I want to come out of this prison today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. You're going to come out of prison this week. You're going to help somebody come out of prison. Wouldn't that be nice? Come go, come go with me to my father's house. Amen. Let's, let's cut people some slack. Let's cut, cut your boss some slack. Cut your, cut your employees some slack. Cut your friends some slack. Yes, trust God. God will steer you away from the people you don't need to be around. You believe that? Yes. Have faith in God. You're going to have an awesome week this week. Uh, uh, can you just imagine somebody coming out of prison? Uh, it make you want to dance, you know. You're going to have an awesome week this week. Hmm? Those of you that are starting to struggle with paranoia, it's just going to disappear. Right? You're just going to trust God. You're going to forget all that ring of devils. And you're just going to trust God. And next thing you know, you find yourself in a ring of angels. Be blessed. <laughs>